Welcome to the Living Godcast. Our prayer is that this message speaks to you, impacts you, and inspires you. Please enjoy today's message, and we invite you to contact us if you need prayer, appreciate this word, or would like more information on Church of the Living God. Be blessed today. How wonderful the Lord is, His presence. Don't you just feel His presence so beautiful this morning? And you know, He's wonderful to me. He's not just wonderful to the pastoral team or the worship team. Make it personal this morning. He's wonderful to me. He's wonderful to me. And I need Him. There's not a minute, not an hour, not a moment that I don't need Him. And He's wonderful to me. And He's worthy of our praise. Amen. How wonderful the Lord is. And He's so personal and then when they sang at, uh, at the feet of Jesus, I just thought sometimes you've just got to run to the feet of Jesus, you know? And even if you're in a crowd sometimes, a crowd of people, in your heart and in your soul, in your mind, you can still run to the feet of Jesus. People all around you. Have you ever experienced that? People all around you, but you still needed to just get at the feet of Jesus? And I remember a particular time I was uh, waiting on, I was waiting tables. I was a server and people all around. It was a busy night. But I had such a joy of the Lord in my heart. That's a miracle. <laughs> but here I was serving. And, but I, I, I just had such a joy of the Lord in my heart. And uh, I just thought, Lord, you're just so wonderful. And, and uh, I was just in the middle of all these people. But I was having a, a moment of revival in my heart. And I just thought, God, you're always good. And I thought, you know what, Lord, you've paid my debt. You paid the debt I couldn't pay. I was in sin. There was no way that I could pay that debt, but Jesus paid that debt. And I was just having a moment of Jesus right there in the middle. And then I had to get back to taking plates and rolls to people. <laughs> but I thank the Lord that He is so good and He's so personal. You know, people talk about generals of the... Of the uh, of the spiritual, you know, preachers and pastors, and I respect that. You know, they say they're generals and Benny Hinn or different ones, but I think we have generals here in our church, and I respect them, and, and I praise God for that. But, but like I said, he's, God is not just personal to them. He's personal and wonderful to me, too, and to you. And uh, so I appreciate uh, the opportunity to get to preach this morning. Uh, God's just so good, and I just appreciate Him. And I appreciate our pastoral staff that gives us the opportunity to share the word that God gives to us. And I appreciate you all for coming out. And, and I appreciate Deborah for being here today. She's a, one of my mentors and prayer partners. And I appreciate her and David coming this morning. And, and uh, God's just so good. And, and I appreciate what God has done for Sue just lately. And he's just been so good and what I love about it is Sue's got a bless has had a blessing just recently and nobody was around her except Jesus <laughs> it was between her and Jesus and I just thank the Lord for moving for my sister but if you would let's just have a, a time of prayer Lord we just thank you and praise you that you are in the house Lord we feel your beautiful wonderful presence and, Lord, that's what we came here for. We came to be in your presence, Lord. We came to lift you up and to magnify you. 
Because you are so wonderful. You do, God, have it all together all of the time. And God, you hold us together. And we praise you for that. We thank you that we can come at your feet, Lord, and bow at your feet and worship you, Lord, and honor you. We just ask you to continue to be here today, Lord. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. You know, as I've been preparing this uh, message I just felt like the Lord just spoke to my heart and said, listen with your spiritual ears because you're going not just today, but in this season and in this time. Listen with your spiritual ears because you're going to hear chains falling. The things we've been praying for, people we've been praying for that's bound, we're going to be seeing changes in lives. We're going to be seeing their chains fall. Amen. Thank God the chains fell off of us that's saved. And God is still a chain breaker. He's still that chain breaker. And if we just listen closely, we're going to be hearing chains fall in Jesus' name. I expect it. I expect it even this morning. You know? And everybody here is probably a Christian this morning, you know? But, but there's still times that the enemy wants to bind us. But if we will just let God free us, today could be our day. Amen. It could be our day. So God has no boundaries. So that's what my message is. God has no boundaries. So as I was praying, and actually the Lord had given me this message uh, back in February. And, uh, but it just hadn't been time. I've preached since then, but it hadn't been time to share it yet. And then I thought... You know, when, when uh, Matt called me and, and we set a date for me to preach, and it was just shortly after that that I felt like God said, it's time to preach this. And little did I know that uh, two or three months ago, I guess, when he was setting the schedule, little did I know that yesterday was going to be a day of, um, of, of Trish and Amy and Sister Hall setting up a time for women to come together and talking about rejection and, and bondages and things like that. So I said, Lord, you just always know what you're doing. Amen. <laughs> so I just thought this just goes right in line with so much. But God has no boundaries. And as I was praying, and, and back in, it was, I think, maybe January, I was praying, somebody had called or texted me and said, I need my so-and-so prayed for, I, I'm sorry, but I don't even remember all the details, but I was praying, they were in the hospital. And as I was praying right there in my living room, Dwight was gone, and I was just praying right there in the living room, and God says, I have no boundaries. Now, God abides by His Word. He said His Word is above His name. So anything God does is by his word, okay? We know that. But God says, I have no boundaries when it comes to operating rooms. I have no boundaries when it comes to the lowest pit somebody is in. I have no boundaries. I can get to them. As high as somebody might be, God says, I have no boundaries. In the flesh, we have boundaries. Amen? And we need, now my message is not now about that we have no, we live with no boundaries. We, the Bible says that the, there's a straight and narrow path. And it said that leads to life. Amen? So we want to stay on that straight and narrow path. And we have laws and rules to abide by in this flesh. I realize that. 
There's laws, and we need to live by them. It, it, it keeps us alive sometimes, you know. If there's an exit door that says do not enter, we probably don't need to enter, right? If there's boundaries in a construction area that says do not enter, you better not enter. You know, it's, it's, it's good for us that we, do, we abide by these things. But with God, there is no limits. There's limits on what we can do as, as flesh, in the human flesh. There's limits on what we can do to help people. We can be there. We can be ready to work. We can be ready to get dirty and do whatever we have to do to help people. But we have certain limits. We're only so strong. We're only so, so uh, capable. Even when it comes to our families, you want to help them so bad sometimes. But then sometimes we just have limits. We can't help them the way they need to be helped. So we have limits. But God has no limits. A boundary is a line that marks the limits of an area. A dividing line where an area ends and another area begins. Right? And I love the line in that song that says, Lord, help me to trust you without borders. Help me to trust you. And sometimes when they're singing that and I'm, and I'm singing along with them and I, my mind is just in the spirit and it's just I see a border and I'm like, God, I want to keep on. I want to keep on serving you. I don't want doubt and fear to stop me. I want to serve you and worship you without borders. I want to be what God wants me to be. Amen? I know we all do. And Jesus is our example. Jesus came and he had no boundaries. In a funeral, when there's a funeral in our life, that's pretty much a final thing on this side, right? On this side of glory. But we know if, if they're a born-again Christian, we know <laughs> that their life is just beginning. But a funeral is pretty well final on our side of it. But with Jesus in Luke 7, when Jesus came upon a funeral, he saw a grieving mother. She wasn't just a grieving mother that had just lost a child. She was also a widow. But Jesus had compassion on her. He sees us. He sees us. He sees us in our moments of time of grief and sorrow. He sees us. But that funeral <laughs> didn't stop him because Jesus has no boundaries. He actually touched the coffin and told the young man to arise. And the young man sat up and started to speak and he gave him back to his mother. Jesus has no boundaries. When Jesus needed to get to the boat that was out in the water, Jesus walked on the water. He didn't have boundaries. Amen? When Jesus was in chapter uh, 4 of Matthew... The enemy tried to bind Jesus. He wanted to bind him. He wanted to uh, call the shots, let's say. But Jesus had no boundaries. He had no boundaries. And I want to read John 1 real quick. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life that was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. The light of God has no boundaries. Darkness has to flee when the light of Jesus shows up. Amen? 
So I, I want to talk to you about a couple of things. I want to talk to you about not getting stuck in the boundaries that the enemy tries to set. How do we do that? How do we keep from getting bound and in, let's just say right here, how do we keep from getting stuck in a place like this that the enemy has set the boundaries? You keep listening to God. You keep speaking His Word. You keep testifying of what God has done for you. You keep saying, God, you said it, I believe it, and I'm going to walk in it. You keep doing the things that you know to do. You keep coming to church. You keep worshiping the Lord. Even when you're in a waiting season. There's a time we're in a waiting season. Waiting seasons are good. But they're horrible when you're not patient. <laughs> you know? But God has a reason. There's, there's a waiting period sometimes. Sometimes when, you're, when you know God has called you to do something... There's still sometimes a waiting. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. What do you do when you're waiting? You keep doing what you know to do. You keep preaching the word. You keep, you keep speaking the word. You keep learning the word. You keep helping any way you can, you know. I know when, when I knew that God had called me to preach... And it was a long time ago, and, and I thought, Lord, <laughs> you know, are you, are, is this for real? And are you sure it's not just that I need to testify every once in a while? And, and the Lord had called me to preach, but there was a waiting time. And, and I got so, I was so in my spirit, I would just cry and moan. I said, Lord, please let the doors open. And God, I don't know if doors will ever open. But, and, but God said, just be patient be patient. And I know like I think Pastor Hall has said before, he used to preach to puppy dogs before <laughs> before he preached. You know, it's like you have this in you and you want to do something for the Lord, but there's a waiting time. But you don't. So that's different than being stuck. You know, when you're waiting on the Lord, that's different than being just stuck and bound. You're just waiting for God to move. So there's a difference in that. But how do you keep from letting the enemy bind you and just, just say, no, you're not going. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. You keep doing the right things. You keep doing what God tells you to do. You keep reaching for God because he's always reaching for us. Amen? God wants us to seek his face with no boundaries. He never fails. He, God never fails. But sometimes do we set boundaries. Sometimes do we say, maybe somebody that comes to church may not look like, you know, everybody else. There was a time that, and you all may have heard this story, but there was a time that a pastor was coming to a church as, as a new pastor. And... Uh, Nobody knew it except for his leadership team. But he came that morning and he dressed like probably what a homeless person would look like. You know, he hadn't shaved. He, he wore battered clothes. Um, he looked like, like you would think maybe a homeless person. And he came in to see how his members would, uh, 
feel about a homeless person uh, coming in. And when they, when they got ready to seat him, they ushered him in, they set him in the back. Very few people went to talk to him or shake hands. Um, people kept their children away from him. And then when they got on stage and they said, we want to welcome our new pastor. The man came up from the back and they were all like astonished. And he said, here I am, I'm your pastor. And then he started taking off the the clothes that he had, you know, the coat and things that he had on. So sometimes we set our own boundaries. Sometimes we'll say, God, I'm going to give you everything but I'm going to give you everything but my checkbook. <laughs> I'm going to give you everything but my work life. I've got that pretty much under control. I think I can handle that. I'm going to give you everything but you fill in the blank. God wants us to lay down everything and not have any boundaries. He wants us serving him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he wants us to love others as we love ourselves. A couple of more points. I don't want to keep us too long in this, in this service. But a lady shared with me one time. And she said, oh, I just want grandbabies. I want grandbabies. I don't know if there was a problem that her children couldn't have children. Or if it wasn't, they just didn't want children at that time. I haven't talked to her in a long time. She may have had she may have 10 grandkids by now. I don't know. But at that particular time, she said, I want grandbabies. And she said, but you know what? Until I get grandbabies, I'm serving in my church's nursery. She said, I get to, I get to uh, take care of, of little angels. I get to love and care for them every week. She said, I get to do that. And God spoke to me even while me and her were still on the phone. She was telling me about this. Even while we were still on the phone, God said, When you serve in that capacity, there's no borders. (laughs) You're serving me without any boundaries. Because she chose to not say, Oh, if I don't have my own grandkids, I'm not going to help any kids. She said, When I don't have grandbabies yet... She's praying for him. I'm sure she was. She said, I'm still going to serve, and I'm going to love on babies. And I thought, God, that is just loving in a capacity like that, Lord. There is no stopping a Christian like that. If you are wanting to do something for the Lord, and you just do whatever you can, there's helps in the Bible, right? You can help. That's what Dwight and I have tried to do all of our lives, really. And then especially when he became a Christian too, and we've been doing it for the church world, but we've always tried to be helps wherever we are. And when you serve with that capacity, there's nothing that's going to hold you back. But what I want to, my second point that I want to get to is you say, but, but I am bound. I am stuck. I'm not living in sin. It's not like it's a life of sin that I, had, I don't have Jesus in my heart. But I'm stuck. I'm stuck. The enemy has put borders around me. I've been called to preach. The pastors know it. I, I'm ready to, to step out. But every time I get ready to step out, 
It's like the enemy comes back and he says, you can't do it. You don't know the word. You can't do it. You're not anointed like so-and-so. You can't do it. So you go back in here and you just, you're just bound. What has you bound, if anything? I'm not saying everybody is bound. But what in your life, maybe, has the enemy set borders on you and you just can't seem to get out? Is it, is it, is it an addiction? Is it um, just pleasing people? You know, you're always just wanting to please people. Or is it fear of man? It could be that you're just, you just fear like, oh, what are they going to think? Believe me, <laughs> been there. Fear of man kept me so long from doing anything for the Lord. But what is it? Is it fear of man? Are you just always trying to please people and, and the enemy has you bound with that? Is it fear of death? Is it grief? Sometimes we're bound in grief. Even when we know that that person has gone to be with Jesus, sometimes we're still bound. We'll get ready to step out, and then the enemy will try to come back and say, Oh, but they should have lived. God shouldn't have let them go. So if you're in this, and you're thinking, How? The gospel is good news, right? <laughs> It's not just coming to say, oh, you're stuck. No, the good news of the gospel is there's a God that hears us when we pray. There's a God that's faithful to his word. There's a God that says, come and lay at my feet. Amen? So what do you do if you're bound? What do you do if you're just in the boundaries the enemy has you here and you want to get out? You keep, you speak the word of God. Amen? Yes. You come to church, you pray for other people. Right? What do you do? You want to get out. You say, I'm coming after you, God. I'm going to worship you with everything in me. What do you do? You say, pray for me. Pastors, pray for me. Pray for me. But you remain faithful to God. And before you know it, you are free in the name of Jesus. And to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Amen? There's good news. If the enemy has you bound, you are ready to do whatever God has called you to do. There's good news. God will help you. He will give you the strength. He will give you a word in your mind or in your heart in the Bible. He will give you a word through a message that comes forth. Don't stay in the boundaries of the enemy. The devil is a liar and he's the father of it. God wants to set people free. He wants to set us free here today. He wants to set us free in, in anything in our life that the enemy has set us in borders, he's put borders around us, boundaries. God wants to set us free. If you're here, and I know, like I said, I believe everybody here is probably a Christian this morning. But if you have anything and you want to be set free from that, if you want prayer from the pastoral team, you know, it never bothers me if... If I'm preaching and somebody else wants somebody else to pray for them, that don't bother me at all. I just want to join in and 
But let God set us free from these things. If you're bound by anything, God's called you to do it. He wants you to step out. It's time. Amen? It's time. Don't let the enemy hold you back. So if you would, let's all stand. Let's just give God praise. <laughs> Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Jesus, that you are the answer. You're the answer for everything. And Lord, we know that it's not meant for us to stay in the boundaries of the enemy. We know, Father, that you have called us to do things. And God, sometimes it's scary. It's, 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 it's hard to step out. And God knows that. God, you know us better than we know ourselves. But Lord, help us today. Help us today. And help us this week, Lord. Even on Monday. Even on Monday. Lord, help us. Help us, God, to walk in all that you have called us to do. In Jesus' name, we praise you. If you need prayer about anything, just let somebody know. And if not, I'm turning it back over to Pastor Mike. Thank you for listening today to the Living Godcast. We trust and pray that you are blessed by today's word. If you would like to contact us for prayer or for more information about Church of the Living God, please visit our Facebook page at WinCityCOLG or give us a call at 859-745-1865.